Welcome to the Sharkbrains podcast. My name is Ronald Knoll and I'm one of the co-developers of Wireshark. Uh, in this podcast, we will discuss all things about Wireshark as well as topics from the world of packet analysis and Sharkfest, which is our packet analysis and developer conference. You will meet interesting people and learn why the truth is always in the packets. Welcome to another recording of the Sharkbind podcast, live from Sharkfest. Sharkfest sadly has already concluded today, but uh, with me are three of the women in Wireshark tech winners, and we gonna talk a little bit about how the experience was. Uh, you've all of you had your first Sharkfest, about uh, what they will take from it, and yeah, over, overall how much fun it was. So, who wants to go first? Maybe Marina, because you weren't here at the beginning. <laughs> Let's start with you. Okay. Um, I had a great time here. It was a lot of fun. Um, I started out in the pre-conference classes, in Ross's classes, and um, learned a lot there that I didn't know. And my previous experience with Wireshark was limited to mostly classes I had taken. Um, and I'd taken a few, and they've all dealt with Wireshark, but hadn't really gone into a lot of depth. So that class was great. It taught me a lot. Um, and then I've really enjoyed a lot of the classes that I've taken here. Um, I remember one in particular, uh, the presenter went in, in depth into a problem scenario that he had faced. And as a class, we worked through that and he pointed out the different packet captures that gave clues as to what was going wrong on the network. And it was just, it was really interesting and informative. So, so I had a really good time here. Let's move. I can go. Okay. Um, yeah. So for me, it was pretty much the same. You know, I think like Ross's class really like saved me here because, you know, like I have very limited knowledge, you know, like about like use of Wireshark, you know, also like from the science classes only. And that really like helped me understand it a little bit more in depth and actually like uh, benefit from that, you know, like in the later classes. So that was like really cool. I actually also like really enjoyed the last one, which was like, um, also, like, tips and tricks for Wireshark, you know, which, like, really helps, you know, like, in a daily basis of it. Um, so, yeah, I know, like, so many classes in between, you know, which are just, like, very well explained, you know, like, the methodology was, like, really good. And, yeah, I mean, I have to say some of them, I was just, like, sitting, you know, like, a scared cat that you see on Instagram videos because I was, like, oh, my God, what are you talking about? You know, but it was so cool that, you know, I could always, you know, like reach out to all the people here and like basically like ask them, you know, if you couldn't follow something on something. And um, like everyone was like so supportive, which which is like really unique. And um, I have to say, I have like so many takeaways, you know, that I would like to like, yeah, utilize in the future if I have the chance. And um, yeah, I'm definitely very satisfied and stunned by the event. For me, I really enjoyed the learning elements um, as far as networking is concerned. I was able to meet people like yourself, Roland and Gerald and Saka and, you know, Betty and Ross. And they kind of gave me the track forward that I need in order to study. So um, outside of meeting these great people, it was really more impactful for me knowing what I need to learn in order to be at a level where you guys can really utilize me um, moving forward. And, you know, not only that, but just the wealth of tools that I'm now equipped with in my my box, you know, because we come and we're like, oh, I'm going to learn about Wireshark. 
But then you learn about the SIP protocol and Lensflow and then all of the command line tools that Wireshark has to offer. And it just kind of brings this well-rounded picture for me as far as where I need to go. From an outsider's perspective, uh, I, I always thought that you guys were always traveling as a group. You were always in the middle of, of, of things. I really enjoyed that because it, it you could see that you guys were taking you taking all in. You you were trying to correlate with other people. You were always sitting in discussion. It was very hard to reach one of you alone someplace because you were always within direction, which is exactly what we want to achieve here. Mm-hmm. Now, as you said, you you have new tools. You you utilize a lot. How, how big of an impact do you think will this have for you in the future? It'll have a huge impact because this was my first time, even though I work for a consulting firm, I haven't actually been placed on a project in the last year. I've just been upscaling and rescaling. So this was the first time where I was able to recall on my own skills that I had used before. And like I talked about imposter syndrome in the first podcast, even something as simple as SSH, you know, I wanted, I I was freaking out because I couldn't get into the server and I just didn't trust myself that the command was correct. It wasn't that the command was incorrect. It was that I didn't have the correct server domain. So just little things like that, they reinforce that, you know, you do have, you do know what you think you know. However, this is how much more you need to learn. So I think that was the really beneficial aspect for me, or even within the um, SPCAP room, (laughs) instead of escape room, we got to use tools like CyberChef and, you know, things that I had utilized before, but might not have been in my immediate memory recall. So I think that was really interesting. You guys want to add to that? Yeah, so I just want to say like, um, again, as a new person to the field, uh, you know, I really enjoyed, you know, like getting familiar with the vocabulary, you know, that I wasn't like familiar before, or even, you know, like some keywords, you know, that I heard, you know, like during some classes, during some webinars and so on, you know, and here I really had the opportunity to, you know, like, um, and establish this vocabulary, like in usage, you know, so like directly, you know, like utilizing it during the specific workshops or even like those fun events, you know, which were just like, you know, it's just like socializing, you know, having fun all together, you know, like chatting and so on, but you still have like no learning element, which was like so useful, like so valuable. So those like, yeah, learning with fun, which of course is like the best way to learn, right? Because, um, then it stays like for longer. In your memory and you also have like some like nice memories attached to it you know like from the social level did you get to speak to the sponsors at all yeah oh, very shortly yeah which ones do you think was the most impressive where, where did you take the most from i really enjoyed speaking to the profit people and they were showing me the different devices that they had and i actually was looking online today seeing if i can get one for my personal use <laughs> just to play around with We'll see. I'm not sure how much that costs, but but I think it would be a lot of fun to play around with that and, and kind of just on my home network, start capturing packets and, and tapping in and seeing. I think the guys will be happy to to hear that and maybe get you in touch with somebody who has some educational device. Um, yeah, the, those those are great people to be around. Profit Up is a long time sponsor of Checkfest and they, yeah, they do a great job uh, supporting the community. If if you would have to say okay, if there is one thing we would we would a future group of women in Bioshock Tech to to have that we kind of think 
would improve the experience, what would that be? For me, I think you guys have done such an amazing job. It's hard for us to figure out what can be improved for you know future generations and future cohorts. But I would say that um, you have to let us know who the scholarship recipients are because <laughs> I had no idea that my classmate here was also a recipient. So had I known that, I would have been able to kind of lean into her more like, okay, so what are you, what is your experience here? You know, other than just my friend Marina, like, okay, how can we do this journey together as scholarship recipients? Because I think that's kind of what Heather, myself, and Karina attempted to do. And we unknowingly left Marina out. I, I didn't feel left out at all. If that was <laughs> good, 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 good. Yeah. No, but as she said, you know, like, it was a great job. You know, like, we we were like very well like welcomed you know like not only by you know the organizers but also like the community like i said they must everyone was so easy to talk to you know there were like no weird behaviors or like discriminating us you know because we we're like kind of new like no no such thing it was like on the contrary everything was like super smooth like really nice everyone was just friendly so yeah we can just like give you more and more compliments but you get that it was just breaks you know oh no 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 listen stop <laughs> and the other thing I will say, though, um, I was one who wanted to go to all of the technical workshops. I, I enjoy theory and new int being introduced to new protocols and all that. But I really like the hands on. So if you could for next conference kind of write and say, OK, well, this is a talk and this is a technical workshop or something so that I can just say, OK, this is where I'm going, because it was kind of like a guess and check kind of situation. Yeah, it's. Sorry. No, sorry. I, I was just going to agree with that. I I um, really enjoyed sessions where they would say, particularly Ross's session at the beginning, where he would kind of divide it up and say he'd do a little bit of lecture. And then he'd say, OK, well, let's work on this lab and let's answer these questions and see if you can, you know, work through this and and tell me what you think. And that that I think was was really useful because rather than watch somebody do it on the screen and try to follow along, it was watch me do this and then take, you know, 10 minutes to do it yourself. Right. I feel like that was a really good, really good thing for me. Well, to be fair, it's it's hard to do it in the regular session because yeah. it was only 45 minutes roughly yeah. until day. But yeah. it's, yeah, that's definitely something we can improve upon, uh, especially in notifying if, if there's a hands-on part in the session, I think it's a good thing uh, to be able to, to highlight that in the agenda. That's actually a good idea. Um, yeah, we're still learning. That's, that's, yes. that's the fun part. We we never stop learning. We never stop improving. The last time we had Women in Wildshark Tech here, we had two recipients mm -hmm. uh, in Kansas City. Um, and they did the same thing as you four did. They, they stuck together. They, they kind of moved through the conference uh, together. And that's actually something that was not intended at all. At the beginning, it was just something that happened to be. Uh, and I really enjoyed that that you do it yourself. Yeah, but you're right. Maybe maybe we can do something to to promote this internally at least, so so you guys know who you are with the chip. Um, oh, maybe just one more thing. You know, it's more about like promotion and not the very events. You know, because I think you know, like many women can be like kind of like scared of the events like this because it's like, oh my gosh, it's like networking. You know, so it's like the the dangerous part. You know, like of many programs. You know, like for women specifically because we're like bunch of nerds and oh my god you know so i think you know like um maybe already in this promotion part you know like make sure you know i've like, just like communicated as something where you can like really have learnings you know like 
independently, you know, like on what level you are, right? Because you're going to like find something for yourself in whatever situation. So I think that would be like one thing. Because I know, for example, like within my scholarship uh, cohort, you know, like there are not many people who applied for the scholarship. And not only because we don't have time, because we have like many classes to attend, but I think people are still like, okay, it's like super technical and it's all the tool, you know, so like, I don't know. Yeah, so I think like just taking the steer away would be good. Yeah, that's actually what we try to achieve a little bit with this podcast, those podcasts as well, because um, as you said, we are a tech conference. Mm -hmm. That is always the main focus, but at the same time, we are in first and foremost a learning conference. Right. And there are people attending Shockfest for the first time who started Wireshark literally a week before. And there are people attending the shock conference who started Ethereal when it first came out. Right. So there is there is this huge uh, difference between between the audience. But I think what we can manage pretty well is that we make it interesting for everyone and, and have a have a good attendee attendance in class. One thing I enjoyed particularly this year was that we had one class where people were actually sitting on the floor, which sounds horrible. You don't have enough space, but from our perspective, it sounds really, really great because this just shows us that the interest comes back. You know, one of the things with those conferences, is the pandemic ruined it pretty much for everyone. Uh, and so it's really difficult to restart the whole thing after the pandemic. There are people coming, but it's, it's slowly increasing to a level. Uh, the last conference before the pandemic, we had 300 people attending in the U.S. So it's it's a little bit different. <laughs> the other thing I would say is, um, although women normally naturally gravitate to other women and we end up getting to meet one another, I think um, next year it should kind of be mandated and forced that the women in technology should at least go to all of the talks by women in technology. <laughs> that would kind of make sense, you know. Uh, you mean Megumi-san? Megumi, yes. Yeah. No, she's great. She's got to be at the next conference. I can guarantee you that. Guarantee you that. She never missed a conference since it since the beginning. Wow. And she's been a trainer for most of them. She pretty much she's Wireshark Japan. She wrote about fourteen books on Wireshark. The old Japanese translation of the program is hers. Uh, yeah, she's she's a really really wonderful character. And I feel even bad more. Even worse now. Don't, don't. First of all, there are recordings, so you can always watch it online. No, but it's it's sad because that's exactly the issue. There aren't that many women role models in the industry. I know. Betty, she has like so many followers as well, you know? She's like such a bubbly personality. Yeah. And I think everyone appreciates it as well. No, she's, she's, Betty DuBois is one of, one of my, one of those people I really, really love having met. She's, She's just wonderful to be around. And she's so full of energy. She's, she's so full of laughter. And uh, yeah, just tries overall to, to get stuff going. And thanks to her, we're here, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So she invented the program. She um, kind of suggested the idea and supported it from the get-go, uh, also financially. Um, and yeah, she, she funded this idea, which from two became four. Hopefully we see it for, maybe we become more. Um, but yeah, it's it's one thing you guys said that resonates with me is how can we make it, what are your ideas? How can we make it more attractive to women to apply for the scholarship? I'm not really sure, but I would just say it's a marketing thing because there are definitely women out there who are willing to step up and just, you know, 
see what happens. Um, I think we're all kind of that type of personality. But I only found out because last year's participant, Sasha, let me know about this year's opportunity. So I'm not sure if I would have been able to find out about it unless you, you know, attend the Wireshark website every now and then, which people don't do. So I think it's just making sure that the opportunity is visible for women. May I ask how Sasha and you know each other? We're um, attending the Women's Immersion Cyber Women's Cybersecurity Immersion Academy. Yeah, yeah, at the Sands Institute. We're in the same cohort. Oh. So she posted in the group. Um, myself, Marina, and Heather as well. We're all in the same program, and Karina is in the program via WISIS Women in yeah. Cybersecurity. Right. Yeah. So um, that's how I, I found out. She posted it in the Slack channel. And yeah. the same story for me, actually. Like in my cohort, like a girl, like a name Carla. Hello, Carla, if you're listening. Uh, you know, like. Uh, she also posted it, and I was like, oh, okay, Wireshark, we used it to knock in the lab, so I'll just take a look. But again, I thought, okay, it's a tool. Like, how much can I learn there, you know? So that's why, yeah, that's why I think, you know, like, it's, like you said, like, communication, marketing, you know, what what plays a role. Let, let, me, just, let me just make a short break. Sorry for the short interruption. Uh, we just saw somebody lurching outside the door. <laughs> no, and uh, we thought, well, we, as we were just talking about you, we we uh, take you into the group and have a little discussion about you. Already? Um, but first of all, Marina, sorry I interrupted you. Oh, no, you're fine. Um, I think Jasmine and Karina, um, one thing I see in common with all of us is that we found each other and this program through the Women's Cyber Immersion Academy at the Sands Academy, which is also another scholarship program for women, for women yeah. who are looking to get in cybersecurity. Um, and so I think that's a key, is not just the Wireshark Scholarship for Women, but providing more opportunities for women in general, whether it's through Sands or whether through its maybe CompTIA or, you know, other other um, opportunities, and obviously you guys won't have control of that, but but these opportunities for women like me who might never have considered a career in tech, and then all of a sudden, you know, it's they, they see these scholarship opportunities, they see these um, jobs and, and things opening up and all of a sudden realize, hey, maybe I can do this. Um, and so, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so I think these sorts of opportunities in the greater tech world in general um, are a great, great way to bring women into tech and also into Wireshark. Uh, thank you, Betty the Boys, for joining us. We were just discussing the, the situation about what would be a good way to promote the program further, to, to have it a more, more transparency of what we can do here, especially as, as was mentioned before, that a lot of women do not apply or shy away from applying because to think, okay, this is a nerdy thing that is a, I need to know that much stuff to be able to come here, which in reality you don't. We, we are really nice people. Yeah, we are. Actually, that's why I'm late because I was hugging people. They were, they were leaving, you know, and they're like, oh, can you get a Betty hug? And so, yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm like, and then I, then I realized the time and I'm like, oh, so I'm supposed to be there. I think, you know, I want to go. Um, but yeah, it's a small community, so it's a tight community. 
uh, and which is one of the benefits, right? So we love that part. You know, we have a chance to actually individually talk to different people and meet different people, uh, you know, and in a large conference as darn near possible. Um, but I think to promote the program, uh, you know, y'all came in, you know, from, you know, was, you just said it was advertised in a, in a SANS uh, program. Right. Uh, it would be wonderful if someone in the wireshark community went ahead and had a strategic plan to go ahead and reach out to different types of programs that are Wireshark, you know, they have to use Wireshark. It's introduced in their courses, like you were saying last night, uh, but they're just like, oh yeah, and you can do that in Wireshark. You know, you can capture it and you can see the packets. Oh, look, I'm going to expand the detail and you can see, look, there's protocols and then move on to the next thing. And they don't get to go in depth. But when you're actually in real life working, you're going to need to know how to manipulate Wireshark itself and also understand the protocols underneath. So this is actually, you know, almost there are so many different types of positions in either the, you know, whether it's NetOps, SecOps, DevOps, it doesn't matter. If it's ops, eventually, if you see the packet, you see everything. If you understand the packet, you understand everything. And so more it just, but but they don't realize it's like, hey, there's actually, oh, look, there's a program for that. There's a conference for that. There's certification for that. Oh, my gosh, I didn't even know. So uh, someone with a strategic plan for reaching out for different uh, educational, um, you know, like SANS, for uh, just an example, or any other type of thing like that, any other security certifications, or uh, I personally would love to have more application people here, you know, and in and a, and a more of a mix. And so, you know, to take the time to find out, all right, so if I'm actually a, a person, a DevOps person, and I do coding um, for different applications, you know, where do they go to school to learn that? We should also advertise there. And then, like, for security, you know, uh, I would love to reach out to, like, Black Hills and say, hey, you know, uh, would you consider... Uh, having um, a blurb on your site about the women in Wireshark uh, program, you know, scholarship program. And in return, perhaps, as I say on camera, without warning you first, hey, maybe on our site, you know, the Wireshark uh, Foundation site, maybe we'll also, if you're doing a scholarship for whether it's women or it's women in color, of color, women in color, it used to be like a, a, a colony, a DV, but um but if you're, you know, whether it's, you know, I, I'm just, whatever, whoever uh, group I am trying to bring in for more diversity. Uh, hit me late, but it hit me. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Right? Yeah. And um, so, uh, uh, you know, if we could have like cross-platform, you know, I will advertise your um, scholarship program and diversity program, you know, and in return you do mine and it benefits us both. Reaching out to that many people, managing that, is is a is a big job from a time situation. What wouldn't that be great? Yeah, should be would be great. You just started off with the Biosec Foundation, so it's it's not we're not there yet to have a full fledged organization, obviously. Right. But yeah, that's definitely something I think that we should pursue. This is a is a course that we can definitely take. I mean, I'm shameless in cross promotion. I'm really. This is the obvious way we as an open source community can afford spots and can afford stuff. When a company comes here and 
like beyond is when they were on the podcast, one of the conditions was you guys promote our stuff, we promote your stuff. Uh, I want radio po- a radio parliament here for for the sole purpose, I mean, in, in the beginning, for the sole purpose of having her name to be able to promote. So I'm all for having cross-promotion, and I'm shameless in regard to that. It's, well, we have to wet who we talk to, but, you know. Yeah, yeah, you you have to be, you know, you have to vet first. Yeah, but but that's, that's definitely an issue to go forward. But I was more looking in the direction of an answer of, how can we frame the program itself to be to be more open to 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 say what is the goal? Because you know, promoting the goal, what we, what's currently you know the the Google Docs to fill out and you know just apply for it. Um, while that's that's great, uh, why should I? Yeah, is not necessary. That information is not there. What can I expect while I go is not there. Um, what should I do afterward because of it is not there. And that would be, in my opinion, lovely, uh, that kind of information. Uh, we, sometimes we forget that we're, you know, we're so small and tight and we all, we all know each other. I mean, I've known Roland for like, what is it now, 10, 12 years now? Uh, you know, we get so close that sometimes we forget that anybody new that comes in, they may not realize, oh, hey, it's different here. This is what we do. And hey, you know, during the year, I only see Roland, like me, you know, definitely once a year, maybe twice if I do the Europe one. But in between those times, we are constantly going back and forth. And it does go even deeper than the professional thing. I know, you know, we, we, we talk like friends. And making those connections in a small environment, that's a huge deal. Uh, and so letting them know to expect that so that it's easier to take advantage of it. Because you were like, oh, wow, this you know, is so nice, so small. You know, I'm getting to talk to these people. Knowing, uh, knowing that ahead of time, and being able to plan, okay, who do I want to meet, and what questions should I ask, and perhaps even better, when when they come, it would be awesome to go ahead and have assign each new scholarship person, you know, um, a mentor. Right. Wouldn't that be awesome? Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The other thing that I'm I'm just sitting here thinking of is remembering that as women we have female issues we're probably a lot less likely to want to leave our kids at home, right? So luckily for me, I don't have children. Um, Heather's not here right now, but she did bring her daughter to the conference. So I think maybe we it would be beneficial to start on the collegiate level. You know, people who oh, are yeah, getting me on, train them right. You That's right. You know, or maybe even high school at a lot of technical high school, because then they can, you know, make the decision. And, you know, then you have parents who will probably pay for travel mm-hmm. and room and board. You know what I mean? And they they're a lot more likely to have the freedom and flexibility to come because guys just leave their kids with their wives. Yeah. Yeah. For, uh, for quite a while, I brought my kids to Shark Fest. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, yeah. not, not that kids are a female problem, but female responsibilities. Yeah. Is that, I mean, it is often, you know, the the more likely role right, for a woman to think it's like, oh, can we do that? How will we do that? The logistics of that. Uh, and to think of that ahead of time, you know, it's usually the you know a woman's more likely to do that, in my opinion, right? Uh, and at least that's how it is in our in our family. But um, but you know, but also my husband came. Oh, so his job was to handle the children, and I got to have a good time at the conference, which was right. fun. But he's a teacher, so he had the same job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so for me, it worked out really well, and not everybody's in that position. 
Can I just like jump in real quick, like um, with regards to the previous topic, you know, like about the promotion? Because I can tell you now from a person that really did not know a lot about, you know, like uh, War Shark in general. And basically, you know, like I know that in our mindsets, you know, like War Shark is a tool, right? So it's like, okay, why should I go, you know, like to a conference which is like sacrifice just to a tool, you know? I'm happy to like learn some features, you know, but like, do I have to, you know, like take, you know, like for example, like days off, you know, to like learn about the tool and so on. That's why I think, you know, like, again, like communicating what we can really learn from that, what can we get from that, right. now, like how we can contribute to that, because we're also like becoming like a part of community, right? Which yeah. is like not to like under, like uh, underestimate. So I think this is also, you know, like a crucial thing because I was like, okay, should I go to the other side of the world, you know, to like learn a little bit more of the tool or should I just like open YouTube and, you know, like, right, just like, watch a YouTube video, right? right. That's all it really is. Yeah. I mean, all you do have to do is like right click on stuff. Exactly. And figure it out. Yeah. And then I came here. I was like, damn, I did sorry. Uh, it's like way more, you know, than a tool, you know, it's like about like learning all together, like exchange, you know, like um, not only the functionality, but like everything about it like the whole technology you know which is like being used with it so that's why i think you know the perception can be you know like a little bit like narrow you know like it was like narrow minus from my perspective you know mm -hmm. so i think this is you know like um uh where we can have like you know like room for improvement and also like when it comes to where we can like uh popularize you know like the event mm -hmm. um for example, I'm a member of the Women in Cybersecurity. Mm -hmm. Like, I also am a member of Cybersity. So these are just like cybersecurity organizations, like Cyberjitsu. They're like, name it, like so many Latina in tech and yeah. kind of stuff. So I think, you know, like, at least in my cohort, like every time someone sees any opportunities, they just put a link and it's like, hey, hey, you know, like there's a conference, there's like a scholarship, there's something. So I think, you know, like using this word of mouth in these com like communities, who all suffer from the imposter syndrome because we're never good enough, you know, like we never right. learn enough and so on. This is really like such an easy way to recess from that. I think so much more. Yeah. yeah. So this is, you know, like so easy to like reach huge communities, you know, but we just need to use the right wording. And I'm saying it as a former marketing person, you know, that exactly. Words yeah. matter. Exactly. exactly. The word of half is like the best, you know, communication channel. Yes. So I'm sure like all of us are going to, you know, like spread the word. But I think we need a little bit more than that. By the way, they mentioned before is you're actually demonstrating, or the other three B here actually demonstrates exactly what you're saying, because you wouldn't be here because of Sasha. Right. With I was just going to say, you know, I you know, just think of all the good yeah. that Sasha has done, yeah. you know, and uh, and and when she was studying for some of her GIAC uh, studies. You know, she, there was different syntax things that she had to like, it's like, I have to know this, like right off the bat, Betty, what am I going to do? And she reached out to me and, you know, we had like, you know, a, an hour Zoom call on, all right, so this is what you need to focus on. And this is why, and this is what you need. And this is, these are the ones that use the same syntax. And these are the other open source tools that use this, that, that same syntax, you know, focus on that part and then, you know, do the outliers. Uh, and, and, and then, and then there was the cheerleading part of, you can do it. You could do it. Well, tell me what's going on and, and all that other stuff and how much of your time you're putting in and, how, and the better ways to study and the better ways to cram and what have you. And, you know, so the personal part, but then also too the technical part, you know, it was just because she knew that she could say it out loud to me. And uh, that's, that's one of, that's one of the problems because I just, the moment you said that I had track it, paste it back in my head because mm -hmm. uh, 
like you said, I know there were some idiots going on saying, well, a man could never call you that and you would never offer an hour to a man. No, that's exactly the point. You wouldn't. And that's rightfully so because he's not required to do that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, uh, we created, or a lot of men created such a hostile environment that it's difficult to reach out and just ask for help because the first response is, you're that stupid. Right. That's, and we are, we are at all. She tweeted something about her studies, and I could tell from the words she chose that she was having trouble, and I reached out. And, you know, would you have done that necessarily? Maybe, maybe not. I, mean, I, would, I would have definitely reached out to you, but we have a completely different set together. Right. That's, right. that's the thing. A question I wanted to ask, if you can spend with any person on Sharkrest, you can spend a whole day talking about whatever. Who would you choose? Joe and Carl Radio. Radio. I already said radio. Yeah. I say Gerald. Um, not that I don't want the same opportunity with radio. It's just that this is Shark Sharkfest and it's about Wireshark. And to me, he's the person who I haven't gotten to ask my questions to just yet. So I'm super excited that I got his wife's number, Karen Combs, and she is super awesome. And I want to ask Gerald how we can create this neural network analyzer for Wireshark. That's what I want to do. And I'm going to talk to him until it's done. There you go. Next year, the question's coming. Uh, and a follow-up question? Don't wait for next year. But yeah. He told me to get started with, you know, a couple studies. But, yeah. The follow-up question would be, we used to have something called the Wireshark Developer Den throughout the year where we had a monthly Zoom session where people too could just log on ask questions, whatever they wanted to have for an hour. Uh, this was due to the pandemic. Right. There was varying people attending. Sometimes it was full. Sometimes we get some surprising guests. I would totally love to. Totally. Yeah. 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 Okay. Then let we will talk internally if we revise that idea, at least monthly to, to have some session. So listen, it was really wonderful meeting you. Thank you very much for doing this podcast again. Thank you, Betty, for That's first of all. for <laughs> Oh, not a problem. Jumping into the podcast and at the same time creating this wonderful program and oh, yeah. being thank the person you are. There we go. Yes. <laughs> uh, thank you, everyone. This was another installment of the Shark Bites podcast. See you in the next one. Bye. Thank you for listening to this installment of the Sharkbites podcast. If you want to stay informed about upcoming episodes, please subscribe to our podcast at YouTube or your podcasting platform of choice. My name is Roland Cloud. See you next time.